Now it is time for our business news with Giles Beckford. Kia ora Giles and Energy Giants reported some disappointing earnings. Kira Tiamani, yes, uh, it's the start of the half-year earnings season um, and the first result has been pretty dim. It's from Contact Energy. It's reported a, fa- a first-half loss hit by one-off costs, low wholesale power prices, increased cost and reduced generation. Its loss for the six months ended December was $7 million. Now, that does include a $120 million write-off uh, or write-down of the value of its contract for the Ahurora gas shortage facility, storage facility. Underlying profit otherwise would have been $79 million. Contact's chief executive, Mike Fuge, says a 13% drop in revenue to $994 million reflects soft short-term wholesale market conditions, and that costs the company $76 million. He says, but otherwise, it's in good shape for a full year and the next. Bottom line, we see an improved result in the second half of this year, and then with Tohara coming on in FY24, we see further improvement again. And it's a look forward that is so critical where with the projects, um, almost two terawatt hours of new projects coming on stream over the next two years which put us in a very, very healthy position. Our balance sheet in that is absolutely good shape. The onerous contract, look, that's a good piece of house cleaning, um, getting the house in order. It's the right thing to do. It's a transparent thing to do. And then we can all move on and look forward. Uh, Tohara that uh, Mike Fuge mentioned there is a central North Island geothermal field being developed. And he says that Contact's also working on reaching a new supply deal with Rio Tinto, to supply the TY Point aluminium smelter beyond 2024 when the current contract of supply expires. One company that has taken a real tumble this morning is Fletcher Building. Its shares are down after the company warned its earnings are being hit by a slowing housing market and the effect of the North Island flooding. It's due to report its half-year earnings on Wednesday, but clearly felt it had no choice but to update the market immediately. Alan Zaki has more. Fletcher Building expects its half-year profit to be about $92 million, compared with the previous year's $171 million and well short of analyst expectations of around $126 million. Revenue for the six months is up about 5%, with its materials and distribution divisions doing well, but that's being offset by reduced demand for houses. It's also expecting $360 million in one-off costs, including the already disclosed higher costs of rebuilding the fire-damaged Auckland Convention Centre. And the floods and housing market will hit the full-year result, with forecast earnings of between $800 to $855 million, which compares to December's forecast of $855 million. And we'll catch up on the market reaction to those two announcements in a few minutes. The country's biggest insurance firm, IAG, has reported a jump in its first-half profit, helped by lower natural disaster costs. The company's reported an insurance profit for the six months ended December of $136 million Australian dollars. That's just under $150 million New Zealand. That's up 37% on the same period a year ago. The Australian company has uh, the state NZI and AMI brands in this country. Its natural disaster costs for the period were 57 million Australian dollars, and that compares with 103 million in the first half of the previous year. IAD's local premium income has also grown after it raised its prices. 
Well, the services sector has expanded at a faster rate in January, reversing a slowdown in expansion at the tail end of last year. The BNZ Business New Zealand Performance of Services Index increased 2.5 points to 54.5. Anything above 50 indicates the sector's in expansion. New orders slipped to their lowest level in six months, although it remains in positive territory. But BNZ senior economist Doug Steele says employment's bounced back into expansion, and that prompts the question, where are all the workers coming from? I think pretty much every industry, it's felt like um, it's been very difficult for businesses to find staff. So the fact that there is more employment in this survey suggests, well, one, they have found someone, uh, and I But I don't think it necessarily means there is more demand for labour. It's more likely that the demand for labour that's been extreme is being satisfied. So I suspect that has to do with um, what looks like a very strong increase in net migration uh, towards the end of last year. Uh, And maybe uh, some of those people are, are being employed by businesses that have been screaming out for staff for so long. Doug Steele says although January's PSI is positive, the overall trend suggests that activity is generally cooling. We'll see how the markets have digested all of that. I'm joined by Brad Gordon of Hobson Wealth. Kira to you, Brad. Good afternoon, Giles. Well, contact energy result uh, down on the down at heel, but um, you know, roughly within market expectations. Fletcher building the real surprise there. What's the market made of it? Well, yes, both of them have dragged on the NZX50 Gross Index, which is down um, 88 points or 0.7% at 12,090. The big move, Fletcher Building, down uh, 5% at $5.11. Now, I think the market's just a little bit confused um, around what's happening with some of the property damage and infrastructure damage up up in um, up in North Island. The um, Obviously, it has impacted volumes in the first two months of this year. I I imagine cement and concrete would have been very tough um, in wet conditions, but um, it also probably raises the prospects for earnings um, out into the future as a lot of that repair work comes through. But the market's taken a a view that the the short-term downgrade is uh, more important, and the the share price is down 5.7% at $5.11. Contact Energy... Uh, that's just probably just slightly under what the market was expecting, and it's down 12 cents at $7.66. Any other significant moves? Uh, no, we, I guess we all wait for um, reporting season. So elsewhere in the market, Auckland Airport down 8 cents at uh, $8.46. Uh, Mercury Energy up 2 cents at $6.30. Meridian down 6 cents at $5.34. Main Freight down 25 cents at $74.75. Uh, Ryman's been very topical of late, up $0.05 cents at $6.38. Australia's just opened. Of course, they're coming into their half-year reporting season as well. Uh, what's the moves? Yes, they have. They've had a couple of announcements. Um, Lendlease has announced a, a significant charge on its UK operation. Um, so so some so companies are saying to report uh, that S&P ASX 200 is currently down 19 points at 7,415, and amongst the majors, BHP is down 21 cents at 47.79, Commonwealth Bank down 34 cents at 109.61, Rio Tinto down 65 cents at 121.90, uh, Westpac down 7 cents at 23.78. What's it look, looking like for the currency? The New Zealand dollar is buying 91.18 Australian cents. 63.05 US cents against the Japanese yen at 82.96 against the Great Britain pound sterling at 0.5231 
And against the euro, we're 0.5905. The New Zealand trade weighted index is 71.2. And that leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. Yeah, we come into an interesting time with the Reserve Bank monetary policy statement next week. Three-month bank bill rate at 5.1%. 10-year government bond rate at 4.24%. Uh, Brent crude trading at 86.08 US dollars and Spock gold at 1,864 US dollars. Thank you very much. That's Brad Golden from Hobson Wealth. Time just to tell you that the small listed gold mine, the New Talisman Gold Mine, says its future's in the balance. Depends on a successful capital raising. It's looking to raise about $3.5 million to get a gold mine in Coromandel into production. But the chair of the company says if the capital raising doesn't get backing, then the company has few options left. Business news and numbers updated around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, money, that's it. Kiara.